welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time. I am your host, Buck Rising, proud as always to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Gary Ashton, the official realtor of the Titans, the official realtor of the Preds, even though they're not playing anymore. Nashville SC, they're playing. He's the official realtor of them too. Check out Gary Ashton and the Ashton team at GaryAshton.com. That is where you go. Tame the beast. If you want to smell better, you want to look better, you want to groom boldly, you want to be a beast, you want to use the products available to you at GetBeast.com with the promo code AZ50. AZ50, 50% off on great products like the hard hair clay, the beast hand sanitizer for a lot cheaper with AZ50. And Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. If you need commercial HVAC, they got you. You need duct work done, they got you. Give them a shout at Brymac.com, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Com. Let us talk about the new Titans quarterback. There is a new man in town, a new sheriff in town, as it were. What happened over the course of today? Cole McDonald, the seventh-round draft pick of the Tennessee Titans, got one of two seventh-round draft picks for the Tennessee Titans. Cole McDonald got bounced uh, from the Titans roster today. The seventh-round pick was cut, and in comes Trevor Simeon. He's 28 years old. He's started, I believe, 24 NFL games with various teams. He spent time with the Vikings, the Jets most recently, and his most successful stretch probably coming with Gary Kubiak's Denver Broncos, and I think that success was a product. Gary Kubiak, regardless, there's a new quarterback in here to push Logan Woodside. The thing that we are going to discuss here tonight on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets, is the point that is being missed with this situation, because I think the reaction to this was John Robinson wasted a draft pick. Why are we screwing around with seven round, seventh round quarterbacks just to sign some slap like Trevor Simeon off the street with a month to go, less than a month to go, before kickoff of the first game? Why are we screwing around this late in the game when you knew backup quarterback was a need that needed to be addressed? Why are you just now getting someone? Why is that someone Trevor Simeon? People are not happy about the idea that the Titans have upgraded, even if it is Trevor Simeon. The question that I have to pose for you guys tonight here on the Primetime Show, which backup quarterback for the Titans would you have that was available to you? Which backup quarterback for the Titans would you have? Trevor Trevor Simeon? Or the field. And you have to think about this one pretty carefully. You have to think about who was out there, who was available for them to sign. The two that they worked out, I believe on Monday, was Deshaun Kaiser and Trevor Simeon. Which quarterback would you have taken for the Titans, Trevor Simeon or the field? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. We will discuss here together. You will hear from Mike Vrabel here momentarily, which quarterback would you have taken for the Titans, Trevor Simeon or the field? Nathan Strife in there with Tebow. Him because he got time behind Manning, says Sawyer Kimbrough. Uh, did he get time behind Peyton Manning? Was was Trevor Simeon? I don't think Trevor Simeon was on that team. I think that was Brock Osweiler, wasn't it? They didn't carry three quarterbacks that year. Maybe I have my timelines mixed up, but I don't think Trevor Simeon was there to learn at the feet of Peyton Manning, but perhaps I'm a little uh, I'm a little out of uh, out of 
out of sorts on my uh, on my timeline. Cap says Ryan Elaine. Clyde Thompson says the whole field. Mike Vrabel wasn't making a big deal about this when we talked to him via Zoom yesterday. Here was the Titans head coach on the two quarterbacks that they ended up working out. Evaluate guys to see you know where they're at, who who who's who's available, one uh, what they look like. Um. You know, we felt like this would just be a good time here to take a look at some some of those skilled players that showed up on that list. That was Mike Vrabel at the podium on, or the virtual podium, I guess. It's Mike Vrabel at his desk on uh, on Tuesday, talking with the media about the quarterbacks that they worked out on Monday. One that they ultimately signed. Now, I do not believe. We will be talking to Mike Vrabel tomorrow. Let me double-check my email to make sure that we will follow up with the Titans head coach. No, we will speak to Mike Vrabel. We'll also talk to Nate Davis, Darrington Evans, and DeAndre Walker. So you can look forward to that at A to Z Sports on Twitter for all of your updates and on Facebook and Instagram as well. Trevor is better than what we had. He is an upgrade. I agree. I hope he never plays. Houston CC, or Houston Triple C, Says the field. Trevor should be fine. Poor man's Tannehill. You're way off on that, Stu Ford. Good Lord, how bad did Cole McDonald have to be? Here's the two points that we're missing, okay? Let me, let me, actually, let me read some more of your comments before I give that to you. Because I feel like people are missing the point on Cole McDonald and on Trevor Simeon. I'm going to explain that here in a second. Uh, Will Dodson Jr. says he was there with Manning. Okay, that's my fault. Uh, Should have cut Woodside, to, to be honest, says Koenig, and kept... Uh, Cole McDonald, he won a Super Bowl ring with the Broncos. Cole's throw two, Cole throws two interceptions in practice and gets cut, says uh, says uh, Jeff Sawyer. Austin Sloan says Cap won't even get an NFL workout. I believe Simeon was third on that QB roster, uh, that QB on that Broncos team. Okay, forgive me for that mistake. Uh, mistake. Cap greater than any of the backups available, says Houston. Yeah, I mean, the backups are bad. Like, if you're going to make an argument for Colin Kaepernick being better than anybody, it would be this group as presently consistent. Don uh, Million, forgive me, Don, if I'm mispronouncing your last name. Thank God we got smart and got a veteran. Here's the point that you're missing with all of this. Victoria says, Buck, break it down for us. Here is what I will tell you, Victoria, and to all of our good listeners and viewers here on A to Z Sports Primetime. The point with Cole McDonald and Trevor Simeon was that Cole McDonald was never expected to truly compete for the backup quarterback job. This was always a developmental process. They saw two padded practice with, practices with him. They are dealing with a much, much shortened off-season training camp, whatever you want to call this time of year, phase one, phase two, phase three, phase whatever the hell. They don't have the time, the luxury of time, that you, would, that you would assume they had in a normal NFL offseason. Here's the point that's being missed, okay? People are criticizing John Robinson for wasting, quote-unquote, a draft pick on Cole McDonald. One, that doesn't mean Cole McDonald's done with the Titans. Khalif Raymond wasn't on the roster to begin the year, nor was Taewon Taylor. Now, Taewon Taylor didn't end up back on the roster, but Khalif Raymond did and ended up making a huge impact for the team. I don't think Cole McDonald's the same comparison, but there's no reason that he can't land on a 16-man practice squad, the new expanded practice squad that we have seen because of the global pandemic. Also, because of the global pandemic, the Titans really didn't have the kind of time that you guys are talking about 
to truly evaluate the backup quarterback position, to bring guys in for workouts, to allow them to see better options, much less this is the first time Cole McDonald really been out on the field. This was their first time, truly, with the rest of the roster, being able to evaluate him. This is the point that I feel like a lot of people, Titans fans or otherwise, are missing with Cole McDonald and Trevor Simeon because it's just not a one-to-one comparison. He was terrible at practice. I'm getting, He wasn't good. Neither was Logan Woodside. But now what you have, I'm going to tell you what you have because at the end of the day, John Robinson did you guys a solid. And I'll tell you exactly how right after I tell you about our friends here at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com, your dream address without the stress, courtesy of the Ashton team. This is where you go for all of your real estate needs. There's a reason that I trusted them in the search for my home. It's the reason that most of Middle Tennessee, if not all of Middle Tennessee, trusts the Ashton team in their search for their real estate investments or to sell for more if you're in the market to sell your home at GaryAshton.com. You can go to the website. You can take a virtual tour of new listings. You can also find out more about their guaranteed local offer program all about your convenience in the home selling process, GaryAshton.com, the official realtor of all of your favorite sports teams and your favorite sports show here on A to Z Sports Primetime. You guys want to know how John Robinson did you a solid? I'm here to tell you uh, tonight the situation with Cole McDonald and Trevor Simeon. Actually, let me me get you guys back involved because I don't want to sit here and ramble and not read your comments. What? Who would you take for the Titans' backup quarterback? Trevor Simeon or the field? Think about the field and where they actually were. Brock uh, Brock Osweiler was Peyton's backup in 2015, Buck, says Ronnie Sneed. Thank you for that. Riley says, Trevor, easily, looking at the success with the Broncos, I mean, was it success? Or was it, you know, he didn't, he didn't overtly suck with the Broncos. I don't know if I would go so far as to say success, but he did have his most success in Denver. Your point is well taken there, Riley. Kaiser didn't play well as a starter on the Browns. Kaiser didn't play well, play well anywhere. He didn't make it as Aaron Rodgers backup. He didn't make it. He was an Oakland Raider for a hot second. I think he got cut this offseason. Uh, and he was terrible. He's one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen with the Cleveland Browns. Where's Fitzmagic at? He's the starter currently in Miami. Ryan Fitzpatrick still getting starting jobs. So many people say caps, says Austin Sloan. No, he got a ring buck per report, says Eric Brown. Okay, that is correct. He was the backup to Peyton Manning. Uh, It was experience, says Titans 212. Ronnie says, I believe, uh, no, I've read that comment already. Kaepernick says, Deontay Rogers. Cap is better than all the QBs available, and we just need some depth. Who can help in practice? From from practice squad, says Austin Sloan. Uh, He would would be possible. It's possible for him to go back. On the practice squad. Jay Robbie likes the hot seat, says Lewis Chesney. He's not on the hot seat. It's totally ridiculous to say. With Derrick Henry as our running back, Trevor has a small, uh, has more room for error. Yeah, but listen, Derrick Henry didn't have room for error when Marcus Mariota was the quarterback. And whatever you thought about Marcus Mariota, listen, I don't discredit, I don't, let me not discount anything that Derrick Henry did last year. The Titans. Always, it seems, start slow. And Derrick Henry was also a part of that slow start. Titans' offense was so constipated because nobody had to respect the play of the quarterback. 
that they could just load the box against Derrick Henry and totally smother this Titans team. Now, some of that was on Marcus. A lot of it was on the ability. Uh, was just a lot of it. Most of it was on Marcus. If I'm being completely honest, but. It does bear noting that just because you have Derrick Henry doesn't make the quarterback overtly better. Now, if your quarterback is good, if your quarterback is competent, it makes the quarterback better. But Marcus Mariota started 2-4 and four with Derrick Henry in the backfield because nobody respected Marcus Mariota as a passing threat. Nobody will respect Trevor Simeon as a passing threat when he is in the game with Derrick Henry. They'll just take away Derrick and they'll let... Simeon make mistakes as he will. That's how it goes. Does Josh Rosen get released, says Titans 2-1-2. I think he's still on the Dolphins roster, too. They have until September to get it cut down. Give me Jay Cutler, Kyle Orton, Matt Hasselback, Geno Smith, Mark Sanchez, or Chaz, Chad Pennington, says Houston. I think only one of those guys is still actually in the league. I think Geno's still out here getting jobs. Uh, we really need a quality backup QB, says Steven. But think, think about it. Stu Ford wants to know where Case Keenum is. Case Keenum is Baker Mayfield's backup. Case Keenum is about as good as the backup quarterbacks get. Now, Andy Dalton and Dallas backing up Dak Prescott, that's like the Tannehill Mariota of 2020. Like, that's the best possible quarterback situation in the NFL right now. But you look at the rest of the league, like the Jets have Joe Flacco, who is not a Super Bowl MVP anymore, most certainly not a Super Bowl MVP anymore. Uh, you have Case Keenum with the Browns. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is in Indianapolis. He is not all that great. We've seen Jacoby try and help teams win games, and he can do that in spots, but he's not overtly better than anybody else. Matt Barkley is the backup in Buffalo. We should have gone after Alex Smith, also a backup, with the Washington football team. Karin Mariota isn't bad. Says Titans 2-1-2, yeah, but Dalton and Prescott is better, with, without question. And Marcus Mariota currently the backup to Derek Carr, and it sounds like he could remain that way. EA Domino says he would take Blake Bortles. Uh, can you, Buck, a.k.a. Andrew Luck, come out of retirement and play quarterback for us? I can see, you know, I'll be out on the practice field tomorrow. I, I, I'll let him know. Be like, Coach, what's, what's, the, uh, what's the line from uh, uh, the longest yard? Why can't I play quarterback, Coach? Why can't I play quarterback? That's why. <laughs> this is the first thing Mike Vrabel and Arthur Smith would say to me if they had seen me throw a football. That's why. Uh, who cares who the backup is? We don't have Marcus Mariota anymore. You should care. <laughs> Josh. Josh, that might be the most ignorant comment that anybody said, <clears throat> excuse me, here tonight. And we, you know, on occasion we have some ignorance here in the comments. For the most part, you guys are a smart audience. But that is an ignorant comment. Who cares who the backup is? The, pack up, the backup quarterback is going to matter this year more than any other year. One, you have expanded playoffs. Two, you have COVID-19. Three, your quarterback, who has a long injury history, not last year, he played spectacularly well, but he has injury history that would indicate you probably need somebody behind him that is competent. P.J. Walker got a job. Don, uh, P.J. Walker got a job out of the XFL this year. He signed with the team, and it wasn't the Titans. I can't remember who uh, who he ended up going with. I want to say Oakland, but I don't think that's right. Look at the Eagles now, says Sawyer Kimbrough. They drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round. They know this is going to be a long haul, especially when the regular season expands and they add an extra game. You absolutely have to be prepared for a backup quarterback to see some kind of time. 
who was available on the field, on the QB field. I think Simeon was the best available. And that's what I'm saying. Trevor, I'd take Trevor Simeon over the field because the field is trash. Like the field is trash at this point. And I would, you know, I understand the arguments for Colin Kaepernick. And I would love to see Colin Kaepernick get another opportunity. At this point, I do not think from a football perspective that Colin Kaepernick would be the best option in Tennessee. And you guys know I don't say that from a place of from a place of how I feel about Colin Kaepernick's position. You know that I'm very firmly entrenched in support for what Colin Kaepernick is and what he stands for. But from an on-field perspective, I think that at this point it would take you longer to get him up to speed than would really be worth having for what is supposed to be a veteran backup quarterback. P.J. Walker's on the Panthers, says Houston. That is a good one. Don Million says Nick Foles in Chicago uh, with a backup quarterback situation. Under Trubisky, Trubisky's not very good, and the only time we've seen Nick Foles be good is with the Philadelphia Eagles. So I don't know how I feel about that. Larry Ford says, was a big shocker to me. I thought Cole could have been QB2, but that's from watching his tape. Larry, I don't. Th- he's got a lot to work on. Uh, he's got a lot to work on before he's ever a QB3, much less a QB2. Like, seventh-round picks don't normally make it that far. If you don't respect the pass, the run game suffers, says Shane Worf. Without question. Jay Cutler, definitely, says Kernick. I would love to see I would love to see Cutler back out there. Not, uh, not for the Titans, but I would love to see Cutler back out there. Flacco is a New York Jet for whomever asked that in the comments on Periscope. Simony or Simony Simeon Lee looks. Uh, how are you saying that, Buckethead? Simeon Lee looks like a meh signing. Why are you saying Simeon Lee? Why are you Why are you making that so hard for me to pronounce? I don't understand. Here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Give me Trevor Simeon over the field. That is how I feel about the Titans' current backup quarterback situation. Cosmos and Dicey wants to bring back Jake Locker. No, Jake Locker uh, is far removed in the woods and the fisheries of Washington State. Uh, Jake Locker not coming back anytime soon. Mariota, uh, currently sucking at Raiders camp, uh, says Kernick. Car is security. I've heard a lot of the same things from friends who cover the Raiders. Who makes decisions like this, GM or head coach or both, says Amy. They are both in uh, collaboration with the decision to make a change of backup quarterback. And really, this is the first time that they've had to evaluate their backup quarterback position and, uh, and, and put them in. Buck likes to drink the proverbial tea, says Jared Clark. Hell yeah, I'm all for the tea. We should start a new segment uh, with, uh, with tea. Not seemingly joke, big swing, and a miss on my end. Yeah, Buckethead, how are you supposed to land a joke like that? Like, what are you doing out here trying to work comedy in the comments on Periscope? You know, you know how much stuff I got going on, Buckethead. You know how much, you know how many things I have working in front of me. You know how much I'm trying to balance. You know how much I've already talked today, and I'm trying to keep this thing on the rails. You're out here working a comedy bit. Well, I'm trying to do a show. Hell out of here. Don't go anywhere. But hell out of here, Buckethead. <laughs> Mariota sucking. Uh, Mariota. God, I just said Mariota. Jeez. Mater V. V Love says Mariota sucking brings me joy because of all the excuse making. Stan boys. Yeah, I had a I had a Raiders friend who works out there in uh in Vegas now, media, text me saying, What should I what should how should we look at Marcus Mariota in practice? He's been very up or down. I'll read you the text right now from a Raiders source. What's your assessment of Mariota in practice in your experience? Got uh got out here covering the Raiders 
asking because he has been really hot and cold. My response, he'll, he'll gross you out with more throws than he'll impress you with. That is the situation for Marcus Mariota in Oakland. What will it take for Vrabel to sign a D.C.? Uh, no, Mike Vrabel's not going to sign a D.C. He's running the show. That's the way that things are going to go in the year of our Lord, 2020, uh, for Mike Vrabel and Shane Bowen as his second in command. We will move on now to the uh, to the cl- the King and the Clown. Peter King was on the Midday 180 today. He gave some comments about the latest in Clowny Watch. We are going to discuss that at length. Before we do so, I need to know from you guys here on A to Z Sports Primetime uh, on a Wednesday evening, what was your reaction to Peter King on the Midday 180 saying that Clowney might sit? He might sit out 2020. Think about that. After all this crap, after six, not to color your opinion with mine, but after all this crap that Jadavion Clowney has put us through having to keep track of this god-awful watch. It's like Jon Snow in, in, uh, in Game of Thrones. My watch has ended at this point. I'm over it until Wednesday of week one when he ends up signing. I don't know where he's going to sign, but that's when it's going to happen. I can almost guarantee you that. What was your reaction to Peter King on the midday 180 saying that Clowney might sit unless he gets at least $15 million on his contract? $15 million or the clown takes 2020 off. How do you feel about it in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope? Let me know and we will read your reactions here momentarily on A to Z Sports Prime Time right after I remind you about our friends at Tame the Beast. Hard hair clay, it's the best stuff. It does not allow, it does not make your hair look greasy. It does not make your hair look stiff. It's a firm hold. It's a matte finish. It smells great. It's eco-friendly. It's what I put in my hair every day. GetBeast.com is where you go. AZ50 is how you save 50% off on things like the hard hair clay, the Beast sanitizer, which is in every room in the rising household, making sure that I'm staying clean and safe in times of global pandemic, as well as in every bathroom in my house, the Yop Hand Wash. GetBeast.com, AZ50, save yourself a bag on the way out the door and smell better, feel better, look better, talk better, if you're me, and groom boldly with our friends at Tame the Beast. Promo code AZ50 is how you save that cash. What was your reaction? The question being posed to you, your reaction to Peter King saying that Clowney might sit on the midday 180, sit out 2020, potentially, unless he gets at least 15 million. The latest Clowney Watch update that we had was courtesy of SportsCenter last week. Here is the video detailing from Jeremy Fowler where exactly Clowney Watch lies. You ain't competing, you need to retire. Keep competing, no matter what happened, no matter what the scoreboard looked like. I don't want to be outperformed by anybody. We gotta get the ball. Ball looks out, and Clowney's got it! ESPN senior NFL reporter Jeremy Fowler joining us now on SportsCenter. Jeremy, Jadavion Clowney has been a free agent for five months now. How close is he to landing a job with less than four weeks until the season kicks off? 
Well, Jay, great to be with you. And the wait continues. There are no indications that Jadavion Clowney is ready to sign today. This could push up right up until week one. I've spoken to several teams who say they believe his asking price is still around $17 million per year. Now, they haven't heard exactly just yet because he's been pretty quiet, but nobody's willing to pay that right now. He's got multiple offers from multiple teams, anywhere from Cleveland Browns, Tennessee Titans, Seattle Seahawks. He hasn't budged on that asking price. And so he's coming up to a situation, Jay, where he's got to decide, does he want to play this year or could he wait out the entire season? And there are still several teams that are heavily monitoring this. So that was the last we had heard from a credible reporter, a credible news source, and Jeremy Fowler, NFL insider for ESPN, detailing that Clowney was at least asking for $15 million, and the way that he has handled his business is starting to turn more teams off that might have been interested. By the way, the Titans being one of those teams. I can tell you that right now. Has Buck brought up those badass LED lights we won't get to see in person? I have not. At this point, Buckethead, but the new Nissan Stadium looks, no pun intended, lit. It looks a lot like Baltimore when we were there for that Saturday night game. That man wants his money. I can't hate or be mad, says Don Million. Would you would you sit out though, Don? Like that's the question. How? What's your reaction to Peter King saying? So Peter King goes on the radio today with uh, Kaharski, Hutton, and Withrow. Peter King tells them that there is a possibility that if he doesn't make at least fifteen million dollars in twenty twenty, that he takes a pass on the season. Ferris says, let's go pay the $15 million and win the Super Bowl. I'm sure a lot of people feel that way because the Titans got money to burn. I knew it. He burned that bridge before it got built, says Sawyer. It's just a situation where they're tired of his shit. If I'm being completely honest with you, they've got enough on their hands. Here's, here's the situation, okay? Not only is, are the Titans and every other team in the NFL going through the same thing, all right? Every other team in the NFL going through the exact same issues. Except for the fact that with the Titans, you're already dealing with one, maybe not malcontent, pass rusher, but one pass rusher that's already giving you a little bit of a headache in Vic Beasley. Now, he just cost himself a half million dollars because he didn't show up for work on time, and he can't pass a physical, so we'll see at this point if he's out and available at practice tomorrow. I do not expect him to be, but we will find out once we hit the practice field. So you're already dealing with that headache. And then you're dealing with the idea that, okay, this guy doesn't want less than $20 million. All right, then he comes down to $18 million. Then he comes down to $17 million. Then he gets offered $15 million by the Browns and the Seahawks, and he turns it down. So now you're dealing with a guy who's overvaluing him so himself so much. Don, I understand that he, that he should know his worth. His worth as a run-stopping defensive end is not $15 million. That is an absolutely ridiculous sum of money for somebody who has 32 career sacks in, what is it, five years? At this point, unacceptable as a first overall pick. Sacks are not commensurate with production as a defensive player, always as as commensurate with the, uh, the production of a defensive player, but in a situation where he is threatening to sit out the season, if he doesn't get the money that he wants... How, what is your reaction to that? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope how you feel to Peter King on the Midday 180 saying that Clowney might sit out the season if he doesn't get at least what he believes to be fair pay. If we had a DC wanting uh, Clown that might have made a difference after going him harder, gee man, you have a you have a head coach who wants him. You have a head the, the whole reason that they were in on him 
It was because Mike Vrabel wants him. Mike Vrabel knows how to use him. He would make a world of difference in this defense. If he was worth the first-round pick trade, then he should demand $15 million. He wasn't worth the first-round pick trade. He was traded for a second-rounder in like a bag of peanuts. Uh, Casey had sacks at this point in his career than Clowney did. Clowney ain't worth fifteen to $20 million, says Houston. I, no, everybody is telling Clowney that he's not worth $15 million, and yet he continues to sit there waiting for his money. That boy TP says he wants uh, he wants to get the money he wants next year if he sits out this year. D- does it help his cause to sit out? In what world? I don't think so. This is somebody again who has an injury history. Maybe you are preserving your body further by taking a year off of football, but it's not going to earn you more money. If anything, people are going to look at you like, "What did you? What are you doing? What? This makes zero sense. What you've done if he does indeed opt to sit out, and that's." No, I don't think that's a high percentage chance. I think he would be a complete and total fool. In fact, I expect he'll sign Wednesday or Tuesday, because that's like the NFL off day. Sign like Tuesday of week one with a team, whether it's the Titans or otherwise. Hope he signs with the Jets for 18 mil. Would love to see him suffer there. That's hugely vindictive, G-Man. Simmons, Jones, Clowney, Beasley, Browns, Evans, Le- Brown, Evans, Landry, front seven, drooling, says Rishi. Sawyer, at this point, he doesn't deserve it. He should have been humbled. Uh, he should have been humbled like a player like Derek and took what you got. No, listen. No, I, I think I think that's such a bullshit argument, Sawyer. Like, if if Austin and Zach, my bosses at A2Z Sports, came to me with a figure that was well below what I believed to be market value, well below what I believed to be market value, and said, "This is what you're worth to us." And I could sit there and say, okay, well, I don't believe that to be the case. And we would have productive conversations about uh, what it is that I, that I think I'm worth and whether they agreed to pay me that money or not, whether I was worth it, fine. Then I would go and seek another opportunity based on the money, the amount of money that I believe that I was worth. Now, this is not, you know, I'm just using me as an example. That's not, uh, that's, you know, that's, that's not indicative of any kind of conversations Austin and Zach and I have had. I'm just using my place of employment as an example. You, for example, Sawyer, if you were better at your job than the rest of your, uh, the rest of your coworkers who do the same job, and you said, hey, I can do a lot more than these guys. I'm a lot more valuable than these guys. I have proof of concept that I am good at what I do. I believe that I deserve a raise. And your bosses come back to you and say, no, it's pretty much just like the every, every other guy. You know, we'll take a little less work or a little less uh, work uh, ethic if it means that we save a little money on the back end. Like a lot of people do that. And a lot of people, that's what's being done to Clowney. And Clowney should not have to take less than what he's worth. I don't think that's a good approach for anybody. Now, it worked out for Derrick Henry because you guys got to keep him and he likes to play here in Tennessee. He loves the Titans and all of these things. Uh, in in the time of a of huge financial uncertainty for everybody, NFL players included, no matter how many tens of millions they're making, Derrick Henry, the deal made, especially because of his position, like the running back thing, it's why it's not a one-to-one comparison. I would say different if it wasn't a pandemic right now, says Sawyer. And that, again, that's a fair point. The, the pandemic affects a lot of stuff. But with Clowney, he's not a running back. He's, the, he's, you know, I mean, in theory, those guys get paid like quarterbacks now. And they're not getting paid quite like quarterbacks, but Miles Garrett's making $25 million. $25 million on his extension. On his rookie deal, Joey Bosa making somewhere in the same neighborhood. So if Clowney thinks he's ten million dollars. If he's worth ten million dollars less than Miles Garrett, 
I mean, if anything, he's kind of on pace with where he should be at. And this is the difficult part of this. Because Clowney knows what the market is, and he's seen all these guys getting paid around him. The other teams don't seem to give a damn about the pandemic. Worst case scenario, you have a flat cap for the NFL in 2020 that still allows you $200 million, almost $200 million to play with. Clowney, it just doesn't make sense what he's doing. None of it makes sense. Clowney watch has not made sense in any form or fashion, and I think that's why my greatest frustration is with it at this time. Clowny Watch 2020, our watch continues, our night watch, if you're a Game of Thrones viewer, our watch never ends until we die, it would seem. Bosa got paid 27 mil a year, says Houston. Clowney's looking at all this stuff and saying, I'm worth, I'm worth more than 12 million less than Joey Bosa. I'm worth more than 10 million less than Miles Garrett. He's kind of, you know, market inflation is what it is. He's kind of on par with what he thinks he should be paid. It's just nobody's willing to pay him that. It's just a different year, and he should have taken it uh, taken it personally, uh, I feel like, says Sawyer. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't know. But at this point, this is the situation that we have. If Clowney was smart, he won't sit out, says Johnny Lee. I'm sure he will take it down to the wire and then give in. He's trying to play all these teams right now, SMH. you got a million people who went unemployed, says Sawyer Kimbrough. Uh, yeah, well, you know, these guys, these guys aren't real people like NFL players don't, you know, it's not that they're, I, I shouldn't use a blanket statement. Okay. Cause a lot of these guys are very, very cognizant about what's happening in the world. All right. But like conceptually, like if you went and asked, I don't know, let me, let me say, oh, who's on their second contract. If you went and asked, uh, who's a great Titans defensive player? Let's say Malcolm. Let's say Malcolm Butler. If you went and asked Malcolm Butler what a gallon of milk cost, do you think Malcolm Butler would know the answer to that question on his second contract and after years of being paid like an NFL player? Now maybe Malcolm Butler does because Malcolm comes from super humble beginnings. But if you ask Taylor Lewan or Kevin Byard or anybody who's on a multi-million, tens of million dollar contract, if if they knew what grocery co- groceries cost, if they knew what their electric bill was on a monthly basis, you think they'd know the answer to that question? These guys aren't real people. They don't live real lives. The, the, the effects of everything happening on our world obviously affect them too. But when you're talking, when you're citing that Clowney should be cognizant of the millions of unemployed, well, I mean, you, I, I, don't, I don't disagree with you. But also, probably not factoring in. Brett Kern, says Houston uh, CC. Yeah, Kern, Kern's sticking around uh, for quite some time at this point. I hope that J-Rob will trade a bag of peanuts for him and the Jags would bite, says Ronnie Snead. Talking about Yannick Ngakwe. That is being reported that he is also on the move. Or what a gallon of gas costs, says Mookie. I, you know, I bet they know what gas costs. I bet they know. You know. I don't know how often they're, they're looking when they, uh, when they pull up to the pump and then charge their cards. I don't know how much of them, how many of them are looking how much it costs to fill up uh, their tank. And a lot of these guys, you know, they drive cars that don't really need gas. <laughs> like, I see a lot of Teslas in the parking lot at St. Thomas Sports Park, which is good news because I own Tesla stock. Keep buying those suckers. Keep, keep them coming. Love that. Big Elon Musk guy, at least from a stock perspective, in Tesla. A to Z Sports Prime Time here on a Wednesday night. Would you? What did you make of the reaction, or what did you make to hearing uh, what did you make of hearing Peter King say on the midday 180 that Clowney might sit out 2020 if he does not get at least $15 million? I wouldn't sit out, says Larry Ford. I would wait until the last minute to go lower with a price that I wanted firmly. 
Jags not accepting anything less than a first-round pick for Ngakwe, says Houston. They're sure as hell not trading to you in the division. You can be damn sure of that. Let's move on to the TuckerTN.com quarantine question. It is indeed the TuckerTN.com quarantine question presented every week by the Tucker Agency. We have this, uh, we have this prepared for you, and you will hear from a Titan <clears throat> excuse me, who is currently caught up in a position battle at camp during Titans training camp. The TuckerTN.com quarantine question, what Titans position battle are you watching closest? Let me know in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. You got new blood, you got new juice in the Titans quarterback room. Perhaps that's what you're laser focused on. Perhaps you're looking at the fourth wide receiver position and trying to figure out who makes more sense between Khalif Raymond and Cam Batson to fill that Tajay Sharp role. Which, uh, which training camp position battle are you watching the closest here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets? While you guys weigh in with your answers, I will tell you about the people who forget, or who, who forget this feature, no, who present this feature, and that is Nashville's best independent insurance agency, the Tucker Agency, here in Nashville. TuckerTN.com is where you go for all of your insurance needs. They do not do health insurance, but they do cover all kinds of different insurance from personal insurance, from motor vehicle insurance, from uh, additional, you know, unconventional insurance. You got a golf cart you need insured. The Tucker Agency will help you get that covered. They save their clients on average 20% when they go through the Tucker Agency to find the best rates on your insurance, home, whatever it may be, home, personal, vehicle, or otherwise, the Tucker Agency has you covered at TuckerTN.com. They present the quarantine question every Wednesday night here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Which position battle are you watching closest? Somebody there on Periscope says backup quarterback. Jamie says Kelly versus Wilson for right tackle. Kernick wants to know or says we should have kicked the tires on Des. No, not Des Bryant. Come on. No, not at how old is Des Bryant? Des Bryant gotta be 33 years old at this point. I'm I'm willing to bet I'm I'm Googling it right now. We're doing live and in-person research. Des Bryant, oh, he's 31. Jesus. That uh that ended fast for Des Bryant. Looking for somebody who can kick a ball through the uprights. Says our good friend Robert Stanley from NHL.com. Uh, yes, a kicker, a competent kicker, one who kicks uh, at a higher field goal percentage than 44% last year. God awful. Likely cost the Titans a home playoff game. I heard Chris Jackson is doing good, says Sawyer Kimbrough. He should, he needs to do good on special teams if he's going to make the roster. Kicker scares me, says Houston. Can we really trust Joseph? McCann is simply not good. I will have a full rundown, a full breakdown of the kicker situation after practice tomorrow. I bet I'm going to have to track how many field goals these guys make or miss and from what distance throughout the course of my training camp experience. Chris Mills says T-Rack versus Kronos, mascot on mascot crime for Chris Mills at Titans training camp. Here's the thing. I saw the report today from Tom Pelissero at the NFL Network that mascots and cheerleaders will not be allowed on NFL sidelines this year. The hell is T-Rack going to do? You're going to run around? I mean, I guess you don't really need a mascot if there's not fans to hype, but like, what? 
What is this NFL Sunday? Like, I'm so perplexed at what this NFL Sunday is going to look like once we finally get games here in less than a month. Less than a month. Think about that. This is moving very, very quickly now that we have real sports in our lives. T-Rack versus Kronos is a good one. I'm probably taking Kronos. That dude looks like he uh, looks like he eats things like T-Rack for breakfast. Justin says, don't know if it's necessarily a battle, but interested to know how our new kicker is doing. Well, it is a battle because your kicker's... Uh, they don't know which one of them is good, and you've only seen the one kicker make one field goal in the uh, in the loss at Kansas City. Uh, tight ends says Lewis Chesney. There is no competition there, Lewis, especially with your guy Hesse gone. He got cut today. Sorry for your loss. T Rack waiting for the six hundred bucks to kick in on unemployment. Uh, the Titans cannot go up on their offer. They need to save money for future signings because of the pandemic. He will give in one week before the season, says Jamie, talking about. Jadavion Clowney. When you look at position battles in the Titans training camp, you cannot look much further than really the only place where there seems to be a true starting competition. But even then, I don't believe there to be much of a competition because I don't think this guy starts for a very, very long time, or at least until he's ready. And that is Isaiah Wilson and Dennis Kelly for the battle at right tackle. There's been no awkwardness at all. Um, like literally not i haven't felt anything weird from dennis at all about us uh competing for the same spot actually when i do things in practice that aren't exactly right um he steps in and coaches me up on the side or shows me how to do something or gives me a tip to help me the next time i'm doing something um of that nature and in the locker room and everything he's just been a really cool guy with me and accepted me to the team um I wouldn't say there's any awkwardness there. That is the big man, the panda himself, Isaiah Wilson, speaking with us via Zoom. I believe that was on Monday here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. That is the position that I am, the position battle that I'm watching the most. Is it, I guess the closest is the word, is the, is the gram, the, the correct grammar on that. The position battle that I'm watching the closest here on A to Z Sports Primetime. I'm going to tell you why, and I'm going to tell you why it's really not that much of a competition here in just a second, right after I remind you about our friends at, uh, oh, no, we've already done all our endorsements. I don't have to tell you about anybody. I can tell you right now. Look at that. I I rattled through them a lot faster than I normally do. I'm very impressed with myself. The consummate professional. Here on A to Z Sports Primetime. That means we can add we can add more money. Come on, new sponsors. I got room for you. <laughs> Here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Uh, right tackle, the starter is Dennis Kelly. The starter will remain Dennis Kelly for quite some time. Isaiah Wilson will play when he's ready, and not bef- not a minute before then, because they have no need to insert him into the lineup at this point. Dennis Kelly. Is a, situ- uh, is, a, is a veteran who represents one thing and one thing above all else. And that is continuity, that is consistency, and that is the ability to communicate with his line mates, for lack of a better term, his teammates, in a way that makes that one of the most cohesive units that the Titans have. This is their third year, really, in this offense. Their second year with Art calling the shots. This offense looks so much crisper than it did just one training camp ago. And I know training camp practices are not a great measure, but it's the measure that we have to take right now. Dennis Kelly 
helps this team right now substantially more than Isaiah Wilson does as we sit here on August the 19th and moving forward. Now, there will be a time when it is Isaiah Wilson's time. But at this point, Dennis Kelly should remain the starter as long as that continuity continues. Can't wait to watch the Titans go on the game field on Friday. Yeah, they're hosting a uh, they're hosting a practice at Nissan Stadium on Friday. That will be interesting. There will be no fans, but that will be interesting indeed. What position battles are you watching the closest? All bummer, says, uh, says Lewis Chesley. Uh, EA Domino says, is Beasley gone? No, he's still hanging out. You know, he's, he's on the NFI, the non-football injury list. He can't pass physical. He's not practicing. He's chilling out in the facility somewhere. I'm told he's in Nashville. I don't know that to be fact, but he stopped getting fined because he racked up a half a million dollars for 10 days late. In missed work, dude. We should have never thought uh, uh, we should have never drafted Cole McDonald. I always thought it was a waste. Randy is way late to the show because he's missed the incredibly coherent uh, conversation that I gave, or the point I made about why people like Randy are missing the point on Cole McDonald. Kelly has been mostly clutch since he came here. Somebody says on Periscope, uh, the situation for uh, slot corner says Austin Sloan. At cornerback, who plays? Who end up? Who's and who ends up starting in Denver in Week One? That situation also has yet to be determined here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. The situation with uh, Christian Fulton is pretty interesting because he is he's getting his practice reps mostly against Adam Humphreys. Now that would indicate a slot corner education, right? You're covering the small, shifty dude who's a route-running specialist in the slot. We've seen him get a lot of work there. And it's a, it's a position that he's going to be asked to play. Now, he's going to be asked to rotate um, inside and out for the Titans' defense whenever it is that he is ready. If he's not ready, you have Jonathan Joseph to continue to hold things down. Rodrigo Blankenship could have been a Titan, could have given us hell on the Colts, says Houston. How is DeAndre Walker looking at camp? He's getting a lot of reps. Uh, EA, he getting a lot of reps without Beasley out there, and we will hear from him for the first time. I don't think I've ever talked to DeAndre Walker since the night that he got drafted, because he got put on IR really quickly, and then he just kind of vanished. We never saw him after that. For DeAndre Walker, these practice reps, reps, hugely important, because he also will not be getting a preseason for the second year in a row. Here's what I'm going to tell you, okay? I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what? Here, intern Reed. I'm trying to decide. Intern Reed at Reed Besh or at Besh, please, is where you follow our great intern Reed. Helps make everything happen here on the primetime show behind the scenes. Intern Reed, I need you to weigh in in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope. I need you to tell me whether we should give the people a tease for tomorrow's 615 Sessions podcast. Do you believe now is the time? Or do you believe we should wait until that podcast officially drops at midnight? I need you to make an executive producer decision. I'm, talk, I'm talking to you guys, but I'm also talking to intern Reed in the background. I will tell you, Reed, that I believe we should hold it until the podcast has officially dropped. So I think it should be released tomorrow. But I'm, in a, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it in a big way because you guys are going to go nuts when you see who I had on the 615 Sessions podcast. We taped it yesterday, but it'll air tomorrow. I'm trying to decide just how much I want to let you in. But I think, you know what? 
read, unless you feel differently, and I'm speaking to somebody who can't speak back to me at this particular point. Uh, actually, he says, wait till the drop. Make them wait. Reed ain't giving you guys nothing. <laughs> Reed doesn't want to let you guys have nothing here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Intern Reed has made the decision you will not get to hear the clip, uh, the promo, the tease that will air tomorrow once the 615 Sessions has officially been released for tomorrow's pot. I will tell you, though, that it is a can't-miss interview with a Titans player who may or may not be eligible to come off IR. Find out, rate, review, and subscribe to the A to Z Sports Podcast Network, wherever it is that you get your podcast for the 615 sessions. I will see you guys tomorrow night. I'll hear you, I'll talk to you tomorrow on the 615 sessions, and then we'll put a bow on things with a primetime show to end our primetime week at 8 p.m. Central Time. Austin and Zach got you covered in the morning. And I will see you again tomorrow night. Support the people that support this show. That's the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Tame the Beast, promo code AZ50 at GetBeast.com. And Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Go get the podcast. It drops at midnight. You're going to lose your minds with the way that it opens with our featured guest, a Titans player interview that you cannot miss who may or may not be returning from IR. I'll see you tomorrow night. Peace and love.